Yo, what is going on, everyone? It's your boy, Cole, and today we are here for an episode of Outside the Box. And in the two years of making this podcast, this is the first ever, I guess you want to call it, celebrity guest we've had. Today is Monday, May 2nd, and today I'm joined by Sam, the man, Prince. How are we doing today, Sam? Doing fantastic, Cole. Call me a celebrity. That's pretty weird to hear because I'm usually the one reaching out to people to go on pod, have them to come on my podcast, Prince of the Pod. People are reaching out to me, and I'm a scared celebrity. People are coming up to me and asking to take a picture with me. It's pretty wild, not going to lie, but you know, I'm excited to be here today. Let's do this. Yeah, so for those of you who don't know, Sam got to announce the Giants' first-round pick uh, on Thursday night in Las Vegas. Uh, and as you guys, you guys know, the draft is you know a pretty, pretty um, fun time to be around on this podcast. We do mock drafts. We like looking at the prospects, stuff like that. So we made our own mock draft last Thursday. So I was excited to watch the draft, and I see I see Sam going up to announce the pick with a whole bunch of energy. I I, I would call him viral. I mean, you've blown up, right? Like, didn't you tell me you had how many followers on Twitter back like a week ago? And on Monday, more? actually, a week ago today, Monday I had forty eight followers. Now I have over five thousand. That wild. That's crazy. Um. So Sam, you were I was doing some digging, you know, trying to learn about you some more, and I I saw that you were originally supposed to make the pick in twenty twenty. But then, but then COVID hit. So can you talk about like your journey a little bit, how it started, and obviously where you are now? So I always had to make a wish with – I was born with my life. I was born with half a heart and one lung. Got my transplant and on March 14, 2011. Still have one lung. So, you know, I always wanted to think of what I wanted as my wish. I love the Giants. love the draft. Matchman in heaven. Put it all in in J- July 2019. And then – it was going to be granted for 2020, but that didn't happen. So now fast now forward two COVID. years, you finally so, get to make the pick. And then they, you know, and then it gets postponed again. And then we're here at 2022. Got granted, got surprised by the giant. If you guys want to know how that surprise happened, go watch the ESPN My Wish documentary that will be airing this July. So excited for that. Can't wait for everyone to see that. It's crazy, you know, what is everything going on with my life right now, you know, thank thank everyone, thank my donor for everything, thank my donor family, thank me English. I really think the Giants are everything. There's a lot of people in my life that I need to thank, name a couple, that's only a few, but we're here right now, it's really weird, you know, I did, I did get, actually get to meet Andrew, Andrew, Andrew's, Andrew Thomas, the one person they selected, in 2020 draft, he's actually playing pretty well, you know, he didn't play too, too well his first couple of games, now he's playing pretty well now, pretty cool guy. We've talked once or twice. We DM each other every so often. So, yeah. So, yeah, you've become pretty tight-knit with the, with the Giants organization in those past, past few years. I saw – you mentioned the, the special that they're doing on ESPN. I saw a clip from that that they put on Twitter. You actually got to sit down with Eli Manning, um, head, new head coach Brian Dable, and Jim – is it Shane? Is that how it's pronounced? The new GM? It's Joe Shane and – Joe Shane. De, he, he doesn't like to be called – he doesn't like to be called coach. It's just Dave's. Dave's, so, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love Dave. He's awesome. So, how? So, was this meeting a surprise, or was it planned, or how, what went down? Surprised. It was a surprise meeting. Yep. That's awesome. So you must have just been in shock, huh? And Eli Manning, I would say, probably one of the best quarterbacks in the Giants organization history. That's that's crazy. The best Giants or quarterback in. Giants history and a first Bell Hall of Famer. Oh yeah! Oh, 
that's a big that's a big argument between me and my friend group. It's actually kind of it's crazy. So him, he's actually in a pretty famous quarterback class. It was him, Philip Rivers, Ben Roethlisberger, and obviously Ben Roethlisberger, Hall of Fame quarterback. He just retired in in 2022. Um, but then Philip Rivers and Eli Manning. Me and my friends like to debate who's that second guy from that draft class. Well, so, well I, my I'll friends think, are Team Rivers. I'm on Team Eli. Well, I can make a case that he's won because Big Ben had so many opportunities to make the Steelers a dynasty again, and he didn't. He had Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell, and a prime Steelers defense in their prime. Doesn't even get to the Super Bowl. Think about that. Yeah, you know, Eli, he knocked down, what, the undefeated Patriots. I wasn't I wasn't old enough. I'm only 15 to remember that. Do you remember watching that Super Bowl? I remember watching it. I remember that. I didn't. I, I didn't realize it was a lot. I just remember the catch. I remember the winning. I remember everyone celebrating. So yeah, back late late twenty two thousands, early twenty tens, the Giants, you know, won two Super Bowls. Both were against Tom Brady and the New England Patriots. Um, you know, we saw some flashes even just a few seasons ago with Saquon Barkley. A couple seasons back with Odell Beckham Jr., he won Offensive Rookie of the Year. Now I kind of want to say the Giants have hit some hard times, so they wound up with the top five pick. And Sam, you got to announce Kayvon Thibodeau. Uh, obviously, when he walked out on the stage, you and him were kind of, you guys kind of hugged. You guys went crazy. Was that planned or was that just in the moment? In the moment. I had no idea it was going to Kayvon. Um, so, did you, so obviously, as a Giants fan, I'm sure you had some opinions on who you wanted to pick. Um, you know, the, they found out they had the five pick for a few months. You, you, got, you had a plan. Uh, you had a few months to plan, look over who you wanted. Um, was Kayvon the man, or did you want someone else? It was always Kayvon. I didn't think we were going to get him. I thought he was going to go one or two. Because the start of the college football season, he was the number one consensus overall pick. And I don't get how I mean, he fall a spot or two, but I don't get how you fall to five. Because he's better than Walker. I you agree. can make a case that he's better than Hutchinson. I think they're one and two neck and neck. But, I mean, you knew the Texans probably weren't going to pick him. For some weird reason, you know, they have the clowning situation, but still. And then the Jets take sauce. He falls to five. It's a match between heaven and the Giants get Neil. Two guys I wanted, we got him. Boom, got it. But I mean, I said to Mr. Mariff, Kayvon Thibodeau is still on the board somehow, some weird world we live in. I would go run up to the podium and select him myself. Well, that happened. Yeah, that, that's crazy. Um, on my Mac draft, I think I had him going number three overall to Houston. I agree with you. I think he should have gone two to Detroit. But I think Dan Campbell, who he's kind of a – he's a he's a mascot of the podcast. We're big Dan Campbell fans over here. Uh, right. We like the energy he brings, much like your energy that you brought to, the, you. Uh, to the draft. Um, we thought he should have went with Thibodeau, but, you know, Hutchinson was there, so I yeah. don't mind the pick. I, I was not a big fan of Trayvon Walker. It seems like nobody was. But the Jags front office thought otherwise. What do you, how do you think Trayvon Walker is going to play out? He'll make a couple of Pro Bowls, but he's not a first overall guy. I don't see him being as like a generational player. I see Hutchinson and Kayvon as generational players. I, you could make the case for Evan Neal or Icky as one. I would be totally okay with that because they need the line to protect Trevor. Um, yeah, so what we were talking about on, on our mock draft episode, that one was like two hours. We went very in-depth on each guy and each pick. And something that I, I, I was talking about, there's a whole theme throughout the mock draft. 
is that if you're you're making a top five pick, you should be going for Hall of Fame talent. Like, sure, Kenny Pickett might be a safe pick at quarterback, but the reason why he fell is because nobody really thinks he's a Hall of Fame talent. Sure, Carolina could have taken him at six, but they took Matt Corral later in the draft because they think he provides that third-round value. They could have reached for Willis. They could have went for Pickett, but they didn't think he, he brought that Hall of Fame talent. And that's what I think the Giants saw in Thibodeau. He is a game changer. I see he could be like a Miles Garrett type of player for the, for the future of the Giants. He's that awesome. would be awesome if he would be Miles Garrett. You know, and I actually I, – are you a basketball guy or no? I am. So a lot of I, – I don't know if you cover the 2020 NBA draft. A lot of people compared uh, – said that Anthony, Ed, Anthony Edwards – you know, he, he had a lot of talent, but they didn't think he was dedicated to the game. And now he, you know, first yeah. round against Memphis, he, he played pretty well. He's making progressions season by season. I could see Thibodeau having the same kind of effect uh, on the Giants' defense. Cole, that would be incredible. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so now I want, I want to take talk about some of the publicity that you've gotten. Um, so who, who are some people that, you know, reached out to you, contacted you that, you know, you've always wanted to meet. I'm sure there's been some of them. Who are some, who are some of the celebrities, I guess you want to call them that, that reached out to you? Wow. Celebrities reached out to me. Ah, so Alex Wilson, Giants Twitter from Empire Sports Media reached out to me. It was really weird. Talking Giants reached out to me, John Boy Media. Oh, I love John Boy. Yeah, oh, not I'm, not I'm John Boy himself, but some guy. people from John Boy. Um, John Boy. A lot of people were reaching out to me, you know. It was just incredible to see. Yeah, I saw you went on NFL Network for day three of the day. Yeah. You were talking really to Eisen. Rich Eisen wants me on, his sh- on the show. And you said awesome. he was, a, he was a, 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 a role model for you? Is that yeah, he's one of my idols in life because I want to be like him. Yeah, he's awesome. He he covers uh the NFL draft every year on NFL Network. Who else was up there? Peter Schrager. Peter, Charles Davis, and Daniel Jeremiah. They are all awesome. Love everyone there. You know, they all wanted to meet me. Like, that's the weirdest. You're a celebrity, man. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm like, you want to meet me? I want to meet you. Exactly. Yeah, you've, you've blown up. You've gone viral, like you said. It's crazy. 5,000 Twitter followers. Some also want to ask you, how was that? You know, the I saw the whole scene with the fountain in Vegas. How was that? Was it, was it breathtaking? Let me. What are your thoughts on that? When I was on the podium, yeah, I had earpieces in. I didn't even hear it, and I, I think it's better that I didn't even hear it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't phased me at all. Some also want to ask you. So when you went up, you you were locked in. Obviously, you couldn't even hear the fountain. Um, was that whole? You know, where you're pumping up the crowd. Was that planned, or was that just based on instincts? I was going to pump – I was going to go count my moment no matter what. But I was so happy with Kayvon that I was just pumped. I think I was just extra pumped. That is awesome. So um, I wasn't just walking out, Cole, and just like wait. I mean, I wasn't gonna, just going to walk out. No, I was going to do something to make it memorable. I got you. So first round, we saw Neil and Thibodeau. Now I want to ask you about some of the day two picks that the Giants had. Something, someone, a guy that I really like that kind of goes sneaky underrated was the the Wandale kid from Kentucky. How do you think he's going to play? Yes, yes, yes. Cole, I love it. I love it. I think he's a great player. Set some receiving records at Kentucky. 
But I think it's going to be really interesting to see the future of this re- receiving room because they picked up Kenny Galladay. They paid him a big contract. Sterling Shepard, you know, was injured a little bit last year, showed some signs of life. Uh, but first-round pick, Kadarius Tony. I guess they want to they want to deal him out to someone or maybe Darius Slayton I saw too. So they picked up Robinson. Do you think we see these guys get dealt out before the season starts? I do think Slayton will be dealt. I don't think Galladay will because he has that huge contract. Mm-hmm. I think they want to see how he's going to do. I don't think Tony will, but you never know. You know That's the thing I don't like about Tony. I think he's a great player. I don't like how he's not quoted bought into the game. You're getting paid millions and millions of dollars to play a sport. And you can't buy in. People spend money to watch you play. There's over 70,000 seats at MetLife Stadium. And people come to watch you catch footballs as a living and score touchdowns. Think about that. Yeah. Um. Obviously, his rookie season didn't play out um, yeah. as many people thought. But, you know, me being a Bears fan, I don't know if you know much about the Bears, but the receiving history, not even just the team right now, but we have not had a good track record yeah. of, of the passing game in general. We are generally we've been, you know, good running backs, very strong defenses. And that, you know, you could say the same now. Justin Fields, ah, I don't know what to think about him. We'll have to see how he does in year two. But if you look at the receiving room, uh Allen Robinson, we let him walk. He went to the Rams. Um, you know, we've had some decent tight ends. Jimmy Graham's not on the team anymore. Cole Komet, he's just okay. Darnell Mooney. He was kind of a diamond in the rough. We found him in the fifth or sixth round. He's having a pretty good season. But our wide receiver, too, I don't know if you saw this, just got arrested in Florida, Byron Pringle. Who we I, I love Pringle. I thought Pringle was going to be great for you guys. Look, I thought that was a great signing. I don't think Moody is a wide receiver. One, he could be a really, really good wide receiver, too. You would be great friends with my dad. Me and my dad go back and forth about that. I think he's okay. Yeah, I, I, I don't low see end it. One. I he don't see I, I, if you want to build a team with a young quarterback and you want to win a championship, you got to have a, a strong wide receiver one. There's no low end receiver one in this league anymore. I think, look, the Bears had to get rid of Allen Robinson. He stunk last year at the Bears. There's no secret about it. And he's a great player. But I, I, I think the Bears really, they needed to draft a wide receiver in this draft. We we went, we went the guy in the third round, but if you yeah. want to really invest in the passing game, you got to go with a day one pick there. I agree. You know, they didn't have that. And I think, look, I think Justin Fields will be fine with Darnell Moody. I like him a lot. I like him a lot of fancy this year. A little sleeper right there. But I, I don't know. I feel like Justin Fields, I'll, I gave the quarterback three years last year, just god awful. Like, if you show flash, I give you three years. How about Daniel Jones though? How do you, what do you think about him sticking around for another season? Do you want know a realistic take on it? I would love it. Let's hear it. I don't think he's a quarterback of the future. Would I love it to be absolutely? Um, you know how I think an interesting thing with him is they brought in Tyrod Taylor, and I, I don't know if, if they want to give him just a backseat job right away. I think I could we could see them having a competition through training camp. That's what we saw happen with Trubisky over here in Chicago a few uh, a few seasons ago. They brought in Nick Foles. You know, Trubisky had the starting job for three seasons, but they wanted. I think they brought in Nick Foles just to push him a little bit. That might be what they're doing with with Tyrod Taylor. They they're bringing him in to push Daniel Jones to his limits. 
That would be interesting to see. But, you know, maybe they give Taylor the starting job. And I really like what Bisacci and Gruden did last year in Vegas with Marcus Mariota. Obviously, Mariota and Daniel Jones are both very mobile quarterbacks. And he was kind of like a specialist there, Mariota was. Now he's in Atlanta. But I think we could see Daniel Jones in like some Taysom Hill packages. I think they need to utilize his legs more. Cole, I would love that. But look, Daniel Jones has never had a year with two great, two good tackles. He's never had that. He's never had a line that's, that's, that's an average line. He's always had the worst lines. And I think that does play into effect in the quarterback year and how he progresses. I, I Do I think he'll be a, a top five quarterback? No. But do I think he's shown classes of being a good quarterback? Yes. I think if he can't get it done with Shane and Dable, he's out. Definitely. Next year's quarterback class, obviously, the draft just happened. So, obviously, yeah. a ton of time to see. But I think there's some pretty good ones. There's the Ohio State kid, the Alabama kid. And I've got a feeling that both the Giants and the Bears might be picking in the top five again next year. I, I don't. Well, the Bears won't be going for a quarterback. The Giants will. Definitely. Um, I, okay, I don't, cool, I don't think the Giants will be that bad next year. Okay, so the, my cousin is a huge Eagles fan. Ugh. And la- last summer... He was talking about how the Eagles were going to make the playoffs, and I told him that they were going to end up with the number one pick. And boy, did that backfire on me. They Obviously, they became a wildcard team. And right now, in my head, I'm thinking the Giants are going to have the number one pick. So maybe I'll They're not. Little... They, they are not going to be that, that bad. I'm telling you that right now. The Falcons or the Texans are going to be that bad. Falcons or Texans? I don't like Carolina. I, their defense oh, yeah, is Carolina. okay. But Darnold and <laughs> Carolina, Sorry. you know, two wrongs don't make a right. Both of those guys – are awful. Yeah, I mean, Carolina, just like Sam Darnold. Like, I feel for the guy. Great name. But <laughs> why is Ben McAdoo an offensive coordinator? Yeah, I don't know if, you, if you're familiar with Pat McAfee at all. Um, I do. I McAdoo, him. I think he went on McAfee. And before the draft, he said that, uh, you know, McAfee's a goofball. He asked uh, Ben McAdoo, will um, – Sam Darnold be under center for the Panthers in 2022 and he slipped it out he said yes so I don't maybe they're just giving him the starting job immediately over Corral um I, I would 100% do that I would rest Corral for maybe a year or two probably a year I think Corral could be good for them I I'm not a big Corral guy I kind of see him the same as I saw Jordan Love in 2020 that was the first draft I covered and man you got a feel for Jordan Love they brought him in thinking Rodgers is going to be on the way out. Uh, he sat behind him for two years. Then Rodgers comes back. I mean, this guy is just going to be a lifetime lifetime backup. Look, I can't judge Jordan Love because he's never played. Yeah, he got the one start when Rodgers went down with COVID against Kansas City, which is, is a, it's a tough ass going against, um, you know, one of the league's premier teams. And he kept him in it. I think Kansas City ended up winning that game. He he, it, it was a very low-scoring one. I, I was not a Look, fan of watching that one. And, last you know, year – Kansas City had a pretty good defense. People will forget about that. Look, do I think he'll be that? I, I, I don't know. I don't know what Jordan Love. No one does. Yeah, um, I just think he's too um, much like Sam Darnold. He's too risky with the football. Um, he just likes to throw it into tight pockets, and some of those throws he just can't make, but he thinks he can. That's why I don't like Sam Darnold. Robbie Anderson does not like Sam Darnold either. Did you see what he was saying on Instagram and Twitter? That was pretty funny. That was hilarious. Like, he's just – oh, and, like, 
or no, 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 it was about Baker Mayfield. That's what he said. They're like, oh, Baker Mayfield might come in. And he said no on Instagram. So that kind of ruined their chances there. I Robbie Anderson is just – he wants a good quarterback. I feel bad for him. He left New York to get away from Sam Darnold, and then Sam Darnold went and followed him right there. Um, I think he, he's an okay receiver. But, you know, going to a broader scale, not just the New York Giants, uh, I want to hear some of your underrated picks that you like from the 2022 draft class. Not from the Giants, but maybe some day two, day three guys that you think are going to perform pretty well in their rookie season. Oh, I'll give you a day two right off the top of my head. Javon Ajabo to the Baltimore Ravens. That's a first-round player. You get in the second round, beautiful. Yeah, um, a lot of people were shot away. Didn't he? Was it was an ACL tear that he had? Pretty sure it was Achilles. Achilles tear. That, you know, obviously one of the worst injuries you could have. Or one of those two. Uh, but, but the Ravens, you know, they, they feel that they can rehabilitate him. Um, and turn him into a superstar. It feels like the Ravens are just great drafters year in and year out. Obviously, they got MVP Lamar Jackson at pick, what was it, 32? Yeah, they're, crazy. They're great at drafting. And you know the Harbo brother connection brought in oh, Ojebo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Was it, is it Jim who's at Michigan? Jim's at Michigan. Jim definitely was talking with John. Oh, told yeah. Him Ojebo's a beast, and, of course, they pick him up. Oh, yeah, 100,000%. Uh, Chicago Bears, they had two second-round picks. They went defensive back with both of them. There was a pretty glaring issue there. The pass defense wasn't the best. We got Kyler Gordon from Washington, who was actually their second cornerback off the board. And then Jaquan Brisker, who I'm a huge fan of. I think he's a first-round talent. He's a safety out of Penn State. I, I like those two picks a lot. I'm more of a fan of Gordon than Brisker. I, I, I'm just happy that we're focusing on you know pass defense. You know, Ryan Poles, our new GM, he, who's with Kansas City, uh, helped them win the Super Bowl in their front office. He saw a glaring issue with the secondary, and he went and fixed it. And that's what I like to see right there. Um, I'm trying to think. The running back class wasn't too great. Brees Hall is going to have, you know, he's going to have a committee over there with Michael Carter. I don't know how too well he's going to play out. Kenny Walker went to Seattle. That, that's another committee. Really, none of these guys are going to be bell cow backs. Last year, you saw Pittsburgh take take Najee Harris with their first-round pick, and you knew immediately after James Conner went to Arizona that he was going to be the guy. I or, don't see any of those guys being bell cows, you know, number ones. Let me hear your take on that. Well, we don't live in that kind of world anymore with a running back. It's all running back by committee. And I think Najee Harris is one of the few that's left going to get drafted because you see there's no running back in the first round. If, if this was 10 years ago, Brees Hall would be a top 10 pick. Yeah, you know, obviously much more pass-oriented this year. Uh, and that sucks um, these days. And that sucks as a fantasy owner because, you know, you want to pick those bell cow backs, but they're so limited these days. Like, even if you flash back 10 years ago, you had DeMarco Murray, LaShawn McCoy. All these guys were shining. Um, and, you know, they were getting the ball 30, 25, 30 times a game. And they're putting up crazy numbers. This year, there's maybe a handful of guys that could do that. Look, this year, fantasy, I'm going quarterback early. I'm not doing this quarterback late thing next year. No, no, no. Go quarterback early. Think at the end of the day, if you don't have a good good quarterback in fantasy, you're not winning it. You know, I'm, I'm a big fan of quarterbacks. This year's quarterback draft class was really interesting. Last thing I want to talk about with you, Sam, is I want to talk about, you know, all the rookie quarterbacks. I just want to go down the line, each guy. Let me know briefly how you think each guy's going to do. Let's start off with the first guy off the board. Only guy picking, uh, cho- chosen on day one, K. 
Kenny Pickett, the quarterback out of Pittsburgh. How do you think his, his NFL career is going to play out? You know, Cole, that's kind of crazy. There's only one quarterback in the first round because last year we had five quarterbacks with a five to one. I like Kenny Pickett a lot. I think he's the best quarterback in the draft. I think if Pittsburgh can get a better O-line, I think he's going to do great for them. I think his situation is a lot like a Mac Jones type of situation last year. Do you think he's going to be week one starter? Or you think Trubisky gets it? I think it's going to be Pickett, 100,000%. I got to be rooting for my guy, Mitchell Trubisky, you know. A lot of people in Chicago hated him. I've always been a supporter. I wore his jersey to school on draft day. That's a tradition of mine. Ah, So the next quarterback taken off the board was third-round pick, Atlanta Falcons. They went with Desmond Ritter out of Cincinnati. I'm a huge Desmond Ritter fan. Let me hear what you think about him. I think it's a great situation for Desmond Ritter. I think he's got a lot of potential in him, but I think he's a quarterback. I think a lot of these quarterbacks, you know, I'm going to say this a lot, if they just wait a year or two, they're going to be really good. I think Desmond Ritter, he played a high-caliber level. He had an undefeated regular season. got his team to college football playoff. And I think he'd do well with Atlanta with a future Ritter to Pitts connection. You think Mariota's going to be the, the week one starter in Atlanta? Yeah. Yeah, you, you mentioned Atlanta getting that first pick. Now that I, I used to, you know, I, I thought they were going to be decent. But now looking at it, they have no offensive weapons other than Pitts and Drake London. They just released Mike Davis a few hours ago. Patterson, um, you know, he one game he could put up 40 fantasy points. The next game he could put up five. You never really know with him. And then the defense, my God, is atrocious. So I don't know how they're going to – yeah, now that you mentioned that, I don't think they're going to perform too well. No, 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 no. They will not be too good next year at all. You know, you losing Calvin Ridley is very big. And I think Pitts, you know, I I do think that that pick will backfire on them. I do think they should have gone offensive line in that pick last year. I'm trying to think. In my dra- mock draft, I had Lawrence Wilson going one and two, Same. like most people did. Three pick, Niners. They went. Uh, Trey Lance. I had Trey, and then I had Justin Fields going to the. Yeah, going to the Falcons at four. Um, you know, he's a Georgia boy, so I, I thought that would, would have been a good connection. I've never been too big of a fan of Matt Ryan. But at the three pick with San Francisco, I had them taking Jamar Chase. I thought, yeah. you know, pairing him up with Debo and Ayuk and George Kittle and then Jimmy Garoppolo, who still played all those games. I think that would have been the move for me. I love Trey Lance. I am a one of the biggest Trey Lance supporters. I got the ceiling on him that he could be a superstar. You heard it here first. Another thing, where are these quarterbacks going to end up? Mayfield and Garoppolo seems like they got no place to go. I think Mayfield's going to be on the roster day one because I don't think I think Watts will get suspended by the Browns, and I don't think they really want to have really third string, you know, Jacoby Brissett as your quarterback for. 48 games because you don't know really know how long he'll be out for. It could be a season, could be four games. You don't know. I think Baker could be a good quarterback one for them as a backup. All right. But, I, like, I like what we're thinking, but I feel like after all these things that have gone back and forth on social media between uh, Mayfield and the Browns, I can't see him suiting up for them again. I feel like he'd hold out. Well, Cole, who who's the Browns going to trade him to? Exactly. I think Pittsburgh said they would pick him up, but obviously not anymore. I mean, the Bears just dropped Nick Foles. Maybe we bring him. I would have Mayfield. But see, the thing is that you want Fields. You don't want him to be a, a, a 
be in a competition. If yeah. you're sticking with Fields, you stick with Fields all the way through. Another thing I saw, a lot of people said maybe the Giants were going to take a quarterback. I, I don't see it. Yeah, but they, they brought in Taylor. Taylor's not a third-string guy. I thought back. that they could have drafted Malik Willis. That's it. I would have loved seeing that. I think he's I think he's got the most potential out of all these quarterbacks. But if you want to go back to Mayfield, I think Mayfield to Seattle makes all the sense of the world. Um, so maybe Seattle. Maybe Seattle. Maybe Houston. But it seems like Houston, same situation as Chicago. <laughs> they want to stick with their guy and try and give him the most assets as possible and try and progress. They, they had the chance at Mayfield, and they declined it. Nobody wants him. No one wants him. Um, Malik Willis, you said you're a big fan of him. In my okay. mock draft, my player comparison, get ready for this, from Malik Willis, Patrick Mahomes. He has yes. that kind of upside. I think if he rests a year or – I think you're going to hear this from me a lot. I'm a big – Fan of the Kansas City method of resting the quarterback for a year and learning. Because I think Ryan Danahill is not a starting caliber quarterback as a QB1. No. Um, I no, think. Not at all. He got. I, no. The way I see it is he got lucky back in 2019. Oh, yeah. I agree. He had a great 2020 season. Like, there's no doubt about that. I mean, 2021, he just stunk. But, you know, I think. We're looking at that, Ryan. You got Ryan Tannehill. Look, you got Derrick Henry, Malik Willis. You lose AJ Brown. You, you get Traylon Burks. I, 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 I just don't. If you want to talk about the AFC South right now, I just going a little off topic here. If the Titans win that division, I'll be shocked. I think it's 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 the Colts' division to run away with. How do you think Matt Ryan performs? I think he's performing fantastic. Um, yeah, it's really just going to be heavy Jonathan Taylor. And he's another guy. I forgot to mention him along with, yeah. with Najee Harris, who, who could be a bell cow back. He is yeah. elite. And I'm a big Wisconsin Badgers fan. Oh. So I love seeing him play well. I'm a big fan of, fan of the Badgers. But I know I was looking through your Twitter. You're a Yankees guy, aren't you? I am. So is that because unlike, you know, for the NFL in Chicago, we only have the Bears. You guys obviously have the Jets, and the Giants. But we in Chicago also have two MLB teams. It's White Sox and Cubs. So for me, my house is kind of split, my family, between the White Sox and Cubs. How about you? Are you guys all Yankees or is it is it divvied up? All Yankees. All Yankees. And yeah. my, in my household, all Yankees. You ever make it out to Yankee Stadium? Of course. Great ballpark. A lot of people criticize it for the short fences. What do you have to say about that? I just think if you're the opposing team, take advantage of it. Correct. You're playing the same ballpark. Don't cry about it because you have the same ability as the Yankees to hit the home run. Yeah. Are you a Cubs or White Sox fan? I'm a Cubs guy, which it's sad to say, but the White Sox haven't been playing too well. Cubs kind of cleared cleared a house at um the trade deadline last year. It was sad to go. Right now I'm staring at my poster, Anthony Rizzo. Missed that guy so much. But now he's with your team, and he's been playing pretty damn well. He's an MVP candidate right now as a time recording. Yeah, a lot of time left in the season. I love my boy Rizzo. I'm always going to root for him. Um, Sam, thank you for coming on, man. It was awesome. You know, mini celebrity. First one to come on the podcast. Sam Prince is going to be a very popular guy. You told me you're going on a lot more shows this week. Oh, is that correct? A lot more. Thank you, Cole. Appreciate me calling a mini celebrity. That's a little weird. All right. Remember, 
Go follow me on Twitter and Instagram, Prince of the Pod and Sam the Prince 14. Yep, check out his podcast. He's also on Spotify. Sam, I hope to keep in touch, man. Have of a good course. night. You too. Have a great night.